0: hello and welcome to the surprisingly music podcast i am trevor and i'm taryn yes you are yep and yes
1: you are dude do you know who i fucking hate me no apparently no good mythical morning <laughs> you Not
0: know that page red link yeah
1: yeah hello and welcome to good mythical more they're so fucking phony when they talk like i've heard them talk Like, in, like, other people's content, they just sound normal. But in their videos, they are always speaking like this. I hate it. Okay. Pisses me off. All right. One of my coworkers loudly watches their videos in the break room. No headphones.
0: Okay, well, that's just awful.
1: Yeah. Who watches shit? And then, like, also watches, like, TV and, like, game shows and shit. What the fuck's wrong with people? Another co-worker plays fucking app games on his fucking phone out loud. Well, so yeah, you just hear like...
0: Drrr, drree, drree, drree. And it's just like... Turn Ding. the shit down. You don't need to listen to it. You don't need to listen to the, the Angry Birds theme. Yeah. Fucking... But today...
1: <laughs> we, are, we are here to talk about Stranger Heads Prevail. Bye. Thank you, Scientist. Yes. Um, so...
0: When did this album come out? Give us a little... i do
1: not know much about this band this album came out in 2016 thank you scientist is a experimental prog metal jazz jazz influence garage band there's no garage here no there's not about it (laughs) there's not um this is their uh second full-length album uh, Their first full length was released and then redone under Claudio Sanchez's of Coed and Cambria's record label. And they redid it to make it sound, you know, like more professionally done. And this is their sophomore release after Maps of Non existent Places, their first album, which came out in 2014.
0: <laughs> that seems like a weird job as a cartographer.
1: Maps of Non existent Places? Yeah. I mean,
0: I guess, like, people who make maps up of Middle Earth, you know? Yeah. <laughs> fucking nerds.
1: I mean, like, only one person made a map of Middle Earth and it's the dude who wrote the fucking books. Yeah. He's the god of the nerds, man.
0: J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah.
1: I love how people uh, thought that the one ring was a metaphor for the uh, atomic bomb. Because, like, that did happen around the time he was writing the books. He was like, no, it was... Like, all just a meta- metaphor for the race for power and winning a war. Like, because he the fought in World is... War One, I'm pretty sure. The ring is just power. Yeah. Like, it, but everyone thought, like, because of the timing, it was a symbol for the atomic bomb. He would have had to speed run those books if it was. Like, based on the timing.
0: Speedrun! Speedrun! Imagine some... I
1: don't know what he sound like or looked like, but just imagine some fucking book nerd... Speed run, just yelling, speed run! <laughs> He's using a quill to write, because I assume that's what the 1940s was like.
0: No, they actually did have pens. Bullshit. Yes. <laughs> and they had electricity.
1: I showed you that picture, right, where it was... No, I was talking to a coworker. Um It was like, kids are so mean these days. This little girl asked when I was born, and I said 1986, and she like had a shocked look on her face and was like... Were you a slave?
0: <laughs> Jessica, you just can't ask people that.
1: <laughs> Jesus. Just boot the kid across the room.
0: Fuck out of here. Yes, I was.
1: Anyway. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm ready for a uh, surprisingly sober episode right now. Like, just based off of how I'm just tangent.
0: Yes. Together. So we'll, we'll get to that. Thank
1: so, you, Scientist Stranger Heads Prevail. They
0: are, yeah. They are a, a band.
1: They are very prog-gent.
0: Are they a big band? No. There's a lot of members.
1: Uh, oh, do you mean like big in terms of volume or big in terms of popularity?
0: Well, both. I meant like big in terms of popularity, and then they, I just remembered that there's like a lot of members. There's yeah, they're, like, they're not like, that big. Seven? Like seven eight. or eight? Seven. They have a horn section.
1: They, so. they have singer, guitarist, bassist, drummer... Saxophone, trumpet, and violin.
0: Well, rhythm guitars, too, don't they? It's only one guitar. Really? Yeah. Damn, that makes it even more impressive.
1: Um, hold on. Let me go pull up the member list. We always do this. We always say the members' names. Uh, Jesus Christ. You know what I meant to type phone. You fucking animal. All right. So we got. Should I say who plays what? Yeah, I feel like that's important.
0: Yes, it is.
1: All right, so we got Salvatore Morano, Morano Mar- uh, on vocals, Tom Mondo, Mon- Monda. I can't say names on electric guitar, uh, backup vocals, synth, producer, fretless guitar, shimsen and sitar, Ben Karras on the electric violin, Cody McCory on bass, theremin and saw, Faye Fadem on the drums. Uh, Sam Greenfield, saxophone, and Joe Golas? Golas on trumpet. That is, uh, they got some names in their band. Got some instruments
0: too. What the yeah. fuck? A saw?
1: Yeah. He plays a saw, man. Okay. well, And is... a theremin, which is the only instrument that uh, didn't get a solo in uh, Rube Goldberg variations, which we'll get to later.
0: So, um, thank you, scientist. Uh cool, Stranger heads prevail. Yeah, um, has nothing to do with Stranger Things.
1: <laughs> Came out before Stranger Things, so yeah. No, it didn't. Twenty sixteen when did Stranger Things start? Twenty
0: fifteen or twenty sixteen? They're right around the same time.
1: Uh, I don't know. July twenty sixteen. Yeah, they would have released like right at the same fucking time. Strange. <laughs> it uh, was a strange
0: time. It's Doctor. <laughs> Strange.
1: <laughs> all right, so the album kicks off with prologue, a faint applause.
0: Interesting. Um, it was kinda of weird. It was very Beatles esque Sgt. Pepper magical mystery tour time where they did kind of that weirdy like kind lullaby of circus-y lullaby. Yeah. It's all it also it's also it sounds kind of similar to Welcome to the Internet by Bo with that, that kind of circusy vibe. Yeah, I can um, see that. Uh, it's not really indicative, I feel, this song is not really indicative of how the album sounds.
1: No, but I don't think that was their goal. It was to kind of, like, basically be, like, an intro, like, theme, almost. Yeah. Like, it it was just, like, it's it's just an introduction. It's not at all, like, trying to, like, musically prepare you for what you're about to get fucking slapped with.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, so... Nothing really going on. It needs to talk about. Yeah, it's it's,
1: it's it's really odd. It doesn't at all focus on their rock side at it's all. It's pretty odd. Yeah. Um, really gets to show off his vocal skill though. He's got a fucking <clears throat> voice on him. For, yeah, he does. For like, he just looks like a dad. It's so fucking weird seeing him like belt this shit out in their like Salvatore. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Like whenever he's singing live, I'm just like. Jesus Christ, man!
0: Yeah, he really uh, likes to sing from his nose.
1: Yeah, that's pretty common with Prague.
0: Is it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, you're right. Pink Rush,
1: Coat, Coat Co- and Cambria. Rush, Rush is Prague. They're like one of the OG progs.
0: Yeah, it's just like weird to bring up Rush.
1: They are the Prague band.
0: I've never listened to Rush. <laughs> Great band. Tom, really? Tom Sawyer slaps.
1: Oh, yeah, they did that song. Yeah. And also YYZ is really good, but it's instrumental, so.
0: All right, so. um,
1: So up next, we got the, I'm going to let you handle this. The Somnambulist. Somnambulist? Somnambulist. Um, what is a somnambulist? I don't know. Let's Google it. <laughs> uh,
0: the Somnambulist.
1: Uh, the act of getting up and
0: walking around while you're asleep. sleepwalking the sleepwalker yeah um intro what the fuck is going on like just right off the get-go you're like high energy as shit uh yeah um (laughs) and like okay is what is going on with the horn section so they just sound just slightly off key they sound like they're all flat if that does that make sense
1: i think <clears throat> i think that's more so how they're playing it um i don't know much about horn instruments and their uh what musical oh. skill goes into them but it's kind of like almost like they're like playing down into the note so yes. it kind of sounds flat but it's i think it's because they didn't want that kind of like typical kind of like almost like piercing sound
0: they didn't want the bright Yeah, sound they wanted more of a dull sound
1: so what's really interesting about this riff is I listened to each part independently of the other like I just looked up the tabs plugged it into the computer out of curiosity every everyone's part other than the drummer who's going fucking off um, is super basic and easy almost like I wouldn't say easy like to knock them but like everyone filled a (laughs) void that someone else left like either they wrote this on the computer or they are very smart people, or <laughs> yeah. both. Um, yeah, I give them that. But yeah, like everyone just was like, <clears throat> just filling this musical void that the others was leaving behind.
0: Yeah. So the the like you were saying just in this song the fucking the rhythm guitar chugging yeah. man you're just like wait yeah wait, is this metal yeah and no then he when he switches the lead he fucking goes. Off. dude he gents hard as shit he gents he's chugging and then he'll just do some fucking will swan eddie van halen yeah just fucking like he'll do some arpeggios and then just all of a sudden just, did, did eddie van halen just come back and then he's just fucking going <laughs> it's off, like man. what the fuck yeah um. um so it's it was it's impressive musically there's even a string section at one point in this song the electric violin. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah, in this song, um, it's just crazy. It's just a it, but, of the album. This is a w- w- my top three song.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, it's definitely up there for me too. Um, what I like about it is it's super busy, like in terms yes. of like everything's going on, but it doesn't like feel like overcrowded. Like yeah. they're all kind of just like doing stuff like it all it's very cohesive
0: this this band is the equivalent of uh two lanes on a highway merging into one and everyone is successfully zippering and traffic is keeps moving along (laughs) like it's busy it is busy and it is impressive they all have to be very on the like on the ball with what they're doing and they're all zippering perfectly so musically
1: it's very good so um musically Trevor, is it musically really good? What, it's very impressive. How, how do you feel about it, though? I feel it's
0: musically very good.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, like, his voice, like, I feel like his... And his singing is what ties it together. Because arguably his voice is very popish, Where it's, like, it's very crisp and clean. Yes. You know, like, it's got that, like, mid to high range. And it's just, like... He's not doing anything seriously, like, impressive vocally. So it really, like, just kind of, like, binds the track together. Because, like, everyone's doing all this crazy shit. And then he's keeping, like, the train moving, basically. Yeah. And um, I think it ties together wonderfully. You got the contrast of the complexity versus his vocals. You got the wide variety of, like, uh, riffs and stuff. Which usually can just be, like... A big problem with Prague is a a lot of it just ends up being kind of riff salad, where it's just like you're just throwing shit in, where it's like, all right, here's the eighth different riff I wrote, riff I've wrote going into this, yes, and just kind of like, it's seven and a half minutes for the sake of being a long song, where they're making long songs that are actually like full of continued content.
0: Yes, that is what I do give them is that they that they're there's it's one song with 3 to 4 different songs inside it that all cohesively go together and it's not like a where did that part come from. Yeah, like, it's
1: it's not just suddenly something different. Like yeah, they'll go into the bridge which will like, you know, bring it down, but that's common in 3-minute songs. Yeah. So
2: right.
1: Yeah, so onto Caverns.
0: Yeah, I was like, okay, maybe this is the song that they're going to really open up who they really are and stop being so experimental uh cuz of the opening fucking metal type yeah uh, intro riff
1: yeah yeah the, but
0: then the horns come in again yeah
1: the the drums and the guitar are straight gente prog metal just I'm
0: just going to say this the entire uh album the drums and the guitar are the best part yeah that's fair because they go fucking ham. Yeah. And even when the drums, you know, doing the soft stuff, you know, where he's not as, he's still really good. And then the guitar is just all over amazing. Especially now that I know it's only one guitarist. Yeah. Where he's chugging. And then he's also fucking, I Riffing. mean, yeah, he's, he's got some serious riffage. So, but yeah, Caverns. Um, this song confused me because I was like an opening metal core kind of riff intro and then the horns come in and i'm like I'm starting to get confused and then i'm like okay this it just turns into like this weird like to me it sounded like a sega genesis game boss battle music for the first part
1: i feel like if there's too many arpeggios you just immediately are like video game music
0: yes And that's, like, yeah, literally the next sentence in my notes was sweeping arpeggios. (laughs) Like, vocals are nasally, but not in a bad Celine Dion way. Just not my cup of tea. I'm not a huge fan of it. Yeah, But it it doesn't take me in or it doesn't take me out. It's kind of just there, and I'm like, okay with it. You're just like, all right, you're allowed to continue existing. Also, I originally wrote Ariana Grande instead of Celine Dion.
1: So, fun fact, I've never actually listened to Ariana Grande. Like, her music. uh, I've heard songs of hers covered by bands that I do like, but I've just never listened to her Oh, they don't
0: sound like her. Okay. (laughs) I'm aware of that. So, yeah. I mean, I just put... I put Celine Dion in there because somebody once told me that Ariana Grande sings like she's doing a Celine Dion impersonation and she does it well. And I just... I, I don't like that nasally high voice okay that she does so okay
1: um
0: yeah horns in this song i think pair really well with the guitar and the drums the chugging guitar and the drums yeah Uh, at at about two minutes in it gets really good um that's when i noticed that this is a seven minute song
1: yep um this movie or the song is paced like a movie almost where it's like It's got a climate. It's got like a lot of ups and downs. It's like a musical journey. And then you look down and realize you've been sitting there listening to one song for like six minutes. And you're like, oh man, there's still a little bit more.
0: Yeah, you look at it that way? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't... the, The songs being so long, I don't like. I don't like... Even my most favorite band can put out a song that's seven minutes long and I won't like it. I don't know what it is about me. It's just like listening to a song... You like TV shows,
1: not movies. I love movies. (laughs) I know. I'm just fucking with you. Well, no.
0: I just like... I don't know what it is about it. It's like... I I just can't get into it. Because, I mean... Usually songs are repetitive.
1: Yeah. So... You you like a hook and stuff. Yeah. Of that nature.
0: And I like it to be not short, but also not long.
1: Yeah, you like... You like a good two and a half to three and a half minute song.
0: Yeah, I say right about there. When you get to four minutes, I'm like, ooh, this better be fucking good.
1: There better be a kick-ass solo in there. Speaking of kick-ass solos. This song has it. This song ends on a fucking kick-ass solo. This song ends
0: on a Van Halen type solo. Yeah. Like, it is good. But there's actually one riff about five and a half minutes long. Or half, five and a half minutes in. <laughs>
1: five and a half minutes long, wouldn't be surprised.
0: <laughs> that is incredibly fucking good and it's very garage rock like. That's where it comes from. He does have a garage rock type of riff about five and a half minutes in. He's gonna listen to it. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna listen to it. Okay, I can hear that, but like it's kinda it's kind of like a like a I
1: feel like it's more jazz inspired, which is probably where garage rock got it from because like let's face it rock very much comes from jazz
0: i feel like it comes more from the blues but yeah
1: well yeah but i mean like all like blues jazz country definitely like all led to rock existing yeah yeah so i feel like it's just kind of more that like jazzy kind of bluesy maybe even if I more than garage rock. basically
0: what we're saying Well, what i'm is... saying is
1: he probably never gave a shit about jack white <laughs>
0: You got so many more other Jack, garage rock bands. Jack,
1: Jack is garage rock. No, he's not.
0: I don't think he likes garage rock. When you listen to the fucking shit he puts out. Uh, but yeah, no, the solo at the end is one of the best parts of the album for me. Yeah, the back half of this song is so fucking good. Yeah.
1: Um, there's a few other solos that definitely smash, but uh the the one at the end of this one is just fucking incredible, yeah, really knocked my socks off, and yes. I very rarely wear socks. I like my feet exposed, and it bothered me, dude, like you gotta air that shit out just like I would go commando sometimes, you gotta let them hang a little, not like in like di- like outside life, I mean, just like if I'm wearing sweatpants,
0: okay then you don't no. Dude you, Dude, you just want your balls constricted all day? They're not constricted. I'm wearing MeUndies. It's still constricted. Thank you for today's sponsor. <laughs> MeUndies. Uh, Don't yeah. constrict your balls. <laughs> Don't constrict your balls. No cock and ball torture today. Nope. Watch MeUndies comes out with like a fucking weird like cock and ball oh, device. I would finally buy MeUndies. What if underwear just came with like a flush light in them? So you could just always keep it. A cock holster. Because they have those ones, the ball hammock ones.
1: So, up next, we have but one like, of the singles on the album. It's called Mr. Invisible.
0: <laughs> I wish I was invisible.
1: Uh, yeah. I wish I could turn it on and off. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah.
0: wish I was always invisible. That'd be kind of yeah. bad. Yeah. But I wish I was like, uh, I wish I, I could become become invisible. That'd be awesome. But, no, but like, not have to be naked. Oh, Whatever like your clothes would. Yeah, because remember that? That supernatural episode where everyone in the town is getting their wish granted. Yeah, the, yeah. And that one and kid, kid has to get
1: naked yeah.
0: Part. So every time he gets caught or something, you know, or he's got to fucking come back nude.
1: Yeah. You know? Um, so, I know you don't watch the show, but uh, My Hero Academia actually, like, knocked it out of the park with uh, that whole idea. So one character's ability is permeation. He can, like, go through objects. So, it doesn't work with his clothes. Like, his regular clothes, obviously, in the same way Invisibility doesn't. So, his hero outfit, he constantly shaved his head and used his hair fibers to make a costume. So that it was him. It was his DNA. So that when he uses it, his power, it would go through the walls as well. So,
0: he's just in a big, giant fucking hair suit? (laughs) I mean... Dude, like... Aren't we all in a hair suit? Yeah. Well, you shave, though. So. You shave from your Adam's apple down.
1: Yeah. I told a coworker worker then they were not happy to hear this. What? They were just like, wait, you shave your legs? And I was like, I shave everything. And they were like, oh, my God. And then just walked away and I was like, what? Yeah. I will shave my forearms. Once I get more muscular, I will.
0: Oh, yeah. You yeah. got to do that once you get muscular and get those yeah. veins.
1: No, nah, dude, have... Actually, never mind. It's a dumb question. You, you don't take pictures of yourself with, like, a backdrop and stuff, do you?
0: <laughs> I don't take pictures of myself.
1: So I was going to say um, one of the things that's really annoying is when you have, like, a really bright light on you and you take a picture with a backdrop, you can see the arm hair, like, on the backdrop, like, very clearly because it casts a shadow Mm-hmm. And it looks fucking terrible. <laughs>
0: okay. Um, <laughs> it's gross. Mr. Invisible.
1: Yes, yeah, what we wish we
0: were. The opening guitar intro riff is fucking good. It's, mm-hmm. They put a compressed uh, pedal on it. Uh, and what I really like about itself is it doesn't really repeat itself. Like he does that several, he does it a few yeah. times in the intro, but it's never like, it's not like, ba na it's not like that it's it's he throws in changes notes every bar yeah to make it different than the last
1: Also, he changes time signature most bars yes where it's very um full of himself (laughs) it's very music nerdy yeah i know um this one's tied for my favorite really yeah oh man it's like i feel like such a cop out for picking literally their most popular song as my one of my favorites on the album, but it's just so fucking funky and upbeat,
0: and it's just it like, is it has got some funk to it. Yeah, uh, this song didn't really do anything for me. I think the vocals are the, the best in this song than mm-hmm. any other song on the album. For me, yeah, but like I, I can, yeah, I can give it that. Um, but
1: I feel like there's uh, there's an elephant in the room that we're avoiding. That saxophone solo. <laughs> was so goddamn good (laughs) that was some kenny g shit (laughs) and not the kenny g who's in congress who's currently under fire that's a different kenny g so um recently the kenny g has been getting people tweeting at him thinking he's a different kenny g he's like guys i'm not that kenny g i just play saxophone man (laughs)
0: Bill Clinton played the saxophone. That's
1: <laughs> like the least surprising sentence of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um He he played it while Monica Lewinsky sucked his dick. Like we all fucking know
0: it. I mean, that's part of, when they hand it to you, you have to say you can only play this while you get blown.
1: <laughs> I just love Blue. the like the like lean back with the
0: saxophone. Like the And then he does the really high note when he yeah. comes. <laughs> Uh, um, you think she the, swallowed?
1: Yes it's He's the, the president, president.
0: <laughs> The president of the United States that's Why are we pre- joking about that? That happened when we were like two and three It's so 1998 I wish my four. mom would have swallowed so- me
1: <laughs> Um. But no, the, the brass and guitar Like perfectly riffed together In the song The drums are insane.
0: Yeah. Drums. The dude is going
1: ham all day. what I love about his drums is they're both so like over the top incredible, but it's also like, he's like propping up the other members. Yeah. Like he's making their guitar, saxophone, trumpet, whatever they're playing sound like awesome as well, just because of how fucking good his drumming is. Yeah. Like I fucking love it. Yeah the chorus always had that, like, kind of, like, really big feel where they kind of, like, brought the time signature down, like, or not the time signature, the tempo down, like, a few steps just so, like, it kind of, like, had that, like, big, like, almost, like, uh, showman kind of vibe to it, like, musical theater.
0: Yeah, Hugh Jackman.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <sighs> then the, uh, the last chorus leading into that like hard rock instrumental Mm -hmm. like that was fucking just exciting as hell to listen to like i i fucking love this song i know you do yeah it's a really good fucking song i listened to it a lot like even before this episode
0: i know yeah because i've heard it before (laughs) (laughs) so up next a wolf in cheap clothing what a bitch uh, so this intro is one slow, horny buildup. Yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, it's it's like they are like, hey, I don't think the horns have been prevalent enough, so we need more horns. Then the fucking drums come in, and they are so metal. They are. So, he's going so hard. Yeah, he is fucking hitting it. And it's weird because the drums, the metal drums, don't fit with the horns. Like, there's not like two things that you think that go together. But they work. Yeah. And I'm so impressed by that. Um, This is one of their slower songs. Yeah. Um, It's seven minutes long. Just want to throw that out. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: That's not, that's that's short for this band.
1: Which, it's funny because. Like the horns almost make it sound like heavier at some parts in the sound in the song, which is weird, because usually horns are like the opposite of heavy. That's
0: because they're playing down. Yeah, not up. (laughs)
1: Don't don't say what I said earlier. But I learn
0: things; I repeat them.
1: (laughs) Um. Uh. But, yeah, like, you know, when you think of, like, horn sections and stuff like that, you think of, like, jazz or you think of big band orchestra. But it's, like, some of the, like, horn riffs going with the metal, like, guitar riffs, like, worked perfectly where it's, like, oh, this is just metal. Yeah. Like, prog metal, sure. But it's, like, it's just metal. And it's really weird that they accomplished this so well. The violin adds a lot of texture to the guitar, in my opinion, like because he'll be like on some some of the super chuggy and then super sweeping, like high up their parts. Like there's like that kind of like middle ground that he's missing. The violin like kind of like brings that like in to kind of like give it like a little bit more dimension and depth. They, they just really know how to write a fucking
0: song. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. d- does Thank You Scientist give a shit about normal song structures? No. Okay. I was going to say, they, they, they don't. Uh, They're prog. <laughs>
1: no prog band does. But a prog band does. They're failures of prog bands. Yeah. And will be rejected by the prog community. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Code and Cambria, that's pretty normal song structures. Their songs are like five minutes, though, five, seven
0: minutes. Yeah. But. Yeah no, there's like there's just nothing nothing the same about this band. Yeah, like they they everything is different. So yeah yeah, Wolf in Sheep's Clothing really didn't do it for me. Yeah, it was it, it, was, it was like it was okay, impressive, but it was impressive, but you know, step up your game.
1: <laughs> Not every song could be a ten on the
0: album. I don't know, man. But... Have you heard some greatest hits albums? <laughs> <laughs> Fall Out Boy. Uh, 2014 Greatest Hits album. Good. I
1: haven't. I didn't know they. I don't think I've ever listened to a Fall Out Boys Greatest Hits album.
0: I don't think they have one. I'm just saying Uh, that if they made one in 2014, they didn't need to make another one.
1: Yeah, all their new music uh, doesn't do it
0: for me. Uh, There's a couple good songs.
1: Uh, Wilson's pretty good.
0: Wilson, I don't uh, no. think I've heard that one. Um Is that their most recent album.
1: We we already talked about this in a surprise music did. episode.
0: But just follow boy just keeps coming uh, back. Yeah. That's right, Andy. We're here.
1: <laughs> All right, so up next we got the first single release of the album.
0: Oh, this was the first single release? Yep. The the song that's a liar?
1: Blue automatic?
0: Yeah. Well guess what? What's the first fucking thing that he says? Automatic blue. <laughs> it's a fucking lie. He lies. He lies. Salvatore. Sal. <laughs>
2: Sal's a Today's liar. biggest
0: liar is Sal. Oh my god. Yeah. That was an impractical joker's joke.
1: Alright, so... <laughs> we got a lying, funk-forward song here. Uh, it's very funky at some parts. Um, this
0: one, pretty short. Only almost six minutes long.
1: Only almost six minutes long. Yeah. Um. The guitar again, super he, fucking metal.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. chugging, and then he he rips off some more fucking Eddie Van Halen yeah style riffage. Man. It, yeah. I think just the, the guitars is Eddie Van Halen.
1: <laughs> just reincarnate, and he's like, you know, I'm done with doing whatever the. F- fuck van halen was doing uh i mean some of
0: their later shit was awful yeah jump jump is terrible
1: jump
0: yeah fucking awful yeah um for teacher's good though yeah for teacher's a great fucking song yeah but like just
1: that like corny 80s whatever the fuck jump was and all the music they did around that it was just fucking terrible
0: yeah the 80s Um, were awful for music no, it wasn't metal, punk. Pop music, for pop oh, music. okay, yeah. Pop Dude, music the... and rock. Yeah. Like, the Rolling Stones put out some shit in the 80s, and it yeah. was awful. It's like, oh, look what you did to my boy. <laughs> <laughs> but but metal and punk made it all okay. They, well, because they, they came out of that because they're like, that's garbage. We need to do they something They were just else.
1: like, oh, man, music's going to get heavier. It's not. Oh, no. It's not. It's doing the exact opposite. Guys, guys, get the guitar. Get the high gain amps. Let's go.
0: Let's go. Turn it up to eleven. Um. Yeah. So, yeah. Guitar in this song fucking slaps. Yeah. It slaps your ass cheeks. Yeah. Th-
1: this is like the most like I would say like radio song that they put out. Like where it's just like I get why it's the single. Or the first single, anyway. Yeah. Mr. Invisible was the second single released and the album came out. Um, but, um, like, it, it makes sense. It's the most, like, musically accessible, in my opinion, where people aren't going to be freaked out by all the weird sounds and...
0: Horny boys. Uh,
1: yeah, all the kind of, like, alt sides of music coming out. They're, like, more experimental stuff. Yeah,
0: I don't think they used the saw on this song. <laughs>
1: I don't think so either.
0: They didn't use the sitar either. Huh.
1: I wasn't really listening to whether or not they used each of their instruments.
0: Well, I mean, the sitar is very yeah. uh, easy to yeah. to hear.
1: Um, He does use a fretless guitar for, like, most of the album.
0: So, just a fucking cello? Kind of. I mean, kind of what it is.
1: Um, But no, this one is definitely the... Uh,
0: Which props to people who learn fretless instruments. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. Yeah. Uh you're just like, yep, right about there. That's the note.
1: <laughs> Dude, people who can play like a harp and shit. Like it's just like I want no. that string. <laughs> no no
0: no, people who could play the harp fucking like a hundred years ago. Have you seen like people on YouTube play the fucking harp? All the strings are colored. They have twelve different colored strings. Oh. And it, so you it, know which note it is. When you whenever
1: I've it. seen Ichika play, he doesn't have colored strings on his heart.
0: Oh, okay. Maybe it's just all the other people on there. Ichika's just a... He's not real. He's just a god. He's hes a computer program. <laughs> Speaking of computer program, um, there was a comedian who posted something on Instagram. And he's like, last night I was uh, uh, walking down the street outside of a nightclub and this lady's there. And she's like, can you watch my sandals while I go in and dance to this band? and she ran in there and he waited and watched her sandals on the ground and he's like i can't, why am i doing this can someone please reprogram my simulation <laughs> <laughs> and that's something i'm going to be saying all the time now when something weird happens
1: um anyway back to the band um
0: <laughs> oh this band is a fucking simulation
1: yeah like that it it's a reality just, like, experiment. Just like, huh, I wonder if we just put the weirdest shit together if uh, humans will enjoy that one.
0: No, I think they go, can we put the weirdest shit together and will Terran still listen to it?
1: <laughs> well, it's not three minutes long, so he probably will. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like that Um, they make some really out-of-left-field decisions, but they never feel, like, super forced. Yeah. Like, it's just like... But it's almost like everything is just so inherently weird in their music that it doesn't feel forced because all of their decisions are weird. Yeah. Like, it's like those, uh, that era of like, LOL random humor. It's like all of it stopped being like, feeling random because you anticipated random.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it could be that, but I don't know. When I listen listen to it, I'm always like, Whoa, not like kind of like taking it back. Like what the fuck was that?
0: Yeah. It kind of just all flows and you're like, "Hmm, interesting choice." Hmm, good to hear. It doesn't slap you in the face like a fish.
1: <laughs> all right. So, um have you been slapped in the face of a fish recently? No, I don't know how to catch a fish. I've tried. Yeah, we we need to go out there again sometime. It's getting nice again. Yeah. Yeah. Go Here out- in the Pacific Northwest. No particular area in the Pacific Northwest. The
0: Pacific Northwest. (laughs) Pacific Northwest. (laughs) We're not going to give you the specifics on where we live in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. But it is not in the Northwest part of the Pacific Northwest. Correct. (laughs) Yes. I think Northern California is included, so we're definitely probably like in the... the, Are they included? Yeah, Northern California is part of it. Like the Redwoods. Well, we got to take the pretty parts.
1: Yeah, but like LA's like LA and San Francisco are like the good parts in San Diego, the major cities.
0: <laughs> well, San Francisco. I just said San Francisco. They're in Northern California. No, they're not. San Francisco is like considered the border.
1: All right. I don't consider the Bay Area as part
0: of Northern California. Yeah, well, I don't... Um, you know what? I don't really give a shit where the Pacific Northwest ends and starts. Because we're all God's creatures. <laughs> Do you think God stays in heaven so he doesn't have to fuck with his own It <laughs> Doesn't animals? have to deal with these fucking flies. God damn it. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's a little fly. Anyway. Need more input.
1: <laughs> On your views of God or the song? Yes. Okay.
0: Uh, God is not real. Um... He doesn't exist. He doesn't love us.
1: Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Fullheartedly agreed. Some someone was asked me like, Oh, aren't you worried about like going to hell? And I was like, None of that stuff's real, so not really.
0: No, God left us to go get milk and cigarettes.
1: <laughs> what do you leave in the nineteen thirties to nineteen
0: forties? Um uh... Definitely
1: wasn't around then.
0: According for his, to... For his people. According to Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, God ascended to the throne, or Jesus ascended to the throne, became king in
1: 1915. 1915?
0: Why? Uh-huh. I don't know. That's some fucking date they pulled out of their ass. tared religion is not real. They don't um, have... Well, let
1: me tell you about Jehovah's Witnesses. Uh, some of them are okay with, that, with you putting it in their ass. So I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled it out of their ass. Because that's still being a virgin in some people's eyes.
0: No, not them. They don't like any premarital sex.
1: Yeah, no, I still put it in her ass, and she was just like, "Yeah, I'm not ready to lose my virginity. I want to get married before I lose my virginity." So I fucked her. I know, but
0: she wasn't Jehovah's Witness. No, she
1: was. This girl, different girl.
0: Okay, you've put it a lot of people. (laughs) God, have you fucked every religion by now? I don't think
1: i fucked a Hindu.
0: Alrighty then. I uh, need more input. or Taoism. Taoism? <laughs> Taoism.
1: I don't even know all the religions. I think I know like five religions. <laughs> uh, I, don't know. I haven't begged anyone who believes in Greek mythology. No, I've, I've begged people who are fans of Greek mythology, but no one who believes it.
0: Dionysus.
1: He's your god.
0: Oh wait, is that a is that a dude? That Dionysus was a girl.
1: It, you're the god of wine and drinking, right?
0: Which one's the god of love? Aphrodite. Oh fuck
1: that one, That's dude! You you
0: just accidentally <laughs> picked the booze bag
1: fucking god.
0: <laughs> oh god. Anyway, need more input. Need more input. Uh Interesting opening riff. This one sounds like an early two thousands new metal intro before the horns come in and the vocals come in. It's got like a kind of like weird, like I couldn't, it sounded similar to something. I couldn't remember what it was, but I like along the lines of Lincoln or breaking Benjamin.
1: Yeah. It's kind of that like super popular, like radio new metal. <laughs> yeah. Kind of.
0: But then the horns come in. It's like, no, look, we're really horny. Yeah. Um, um but yeah, this one's a little more melancholy than the rest of the album. Yeah, I like it. it.
1: This one didn't do much for me.
0: I did hear a little bit of a sitar at one point. About um, I heard it about two songs into this one song. I'm not, like, I could put, oh, it's like three and a half minutes in, but no, it's just two songs into this one song. I mean, it's just one song.
1: It's a pretty cohesive song.
0: Yeah, it's cohesive, but you could also, if you just cut it, if you edited it right, you'd have three songs. You know?
1: So that you would have... Prog um, rock
0: is just Costco for music, because you get a shit ton for your money's worth. Like, yeah, it's 15 songs on the album, but it's really 45, because there's like three songs in each one.
1: Your brain is disturbing. I, did, I never want to get in there. I feel bad for your future I have therapist.
0: A lot of, I have a lot of glial cells.
1: So, um... This song, anyway, uh, it it didn't do much for me. It feels pretty middle of the road for, like, how abstract a lot of the other songs have been.
0: This had some hard parts, though. Yeah. Hardcore parts that I thought were pretty good. But, uh, yeah, other than that, it didn't do much for me.
1: Uh, Your stupid bug flew over to me now. Fucking hell. Uh, That's Um, because there's no God. I do appreciate that uh, when a band actually, like has saxophone trumpet and violin and they just use them as being part of the band. I always hate it whenever it's just like literally just a section will have like the saxophone and then literally never shows up again. Yeah. Like they actually are using it as part of the instrumentation. Yeah, it's
0: not like just like a saxophone solo.
1: Yeah, just thrown in the middle and then there's no other saxophone used in the song. Like I really appreciate that they do that. It's kind of annoying when bands do the opposite of that. Um, so yeah, the trumpet, and the Genting guitar and the drums on this album or song are definitely the high point for me. um I agree, yeah, so up next, we got uh Rube Goldberg variations, so what was funny was I saw on Reddit a lot of Rube Goldberg machines while we were like listening to this album prepping for the review. Um, yeah. Do you know what a Rube Goldberg machine is? Um, yes, I do. Okay, just it's wanted to be sure.
0: One of those machines that, like, you only get one take to do it in. Yeah, you hit
1: some dominoes, a bunch of things fall, it cuts a wire at some point, a ball will roll down a thing, hit yeah. something else,
0: it'll... A baby will die and, you know, <laughs> be sacrificed to Dionysus. And Aphrodite will finger blast herself, I don't know. Yeah. Do you think there's like Greek um, god porn? For sure. Gr- or Greek mythology porn. Because gods and goddesses. Yeah. You can't say just gods. That yeah, is. it's like
1: that's like just saying actors. Yeah. No, but I heard that uh um, women actors prefer to be called actors now instead of actresses. I'm fine with that. Yeah. It's like just it's like comedian. I still don't get that. Like That's the
0: thing that they did just so, so you you could go in having a preconceived notion of what it's going to be like oh you're gonna you're gonna love this comedian oh she's a woman
1: huh we'll see dude i'm gonna love the comedian i feel so bad for women comics because in every single interview (laughs) they're not funny
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding a lot i love women comics taylor is my favorite
1: you like my favorite you sound like those dudes who are like no no man i like i like black black people man dave Chappelle. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I love women.
1: I don't hate black people, man. I like Dave. <laughs> I like Chris Rock. Um But uh I like Childish Gambino, the whitest black guy. Uh <laughs> so um what the fuck was I gonna say? What before about women you- comics Oh yeah, women comics. I feel so bad for them. <sighs> That every single interview they ever have. So how does it feel to be a woman comic? It's
0: just like, I don't know. Probably what about the me?
1: same as being a male comic. I get up, I tell jokes. They either cheer or they boo.
0: Well, they do have one good thing: is that they're not going to have sweaty balls.
1: They'll have sweaty cunts. No, Cunts sweat <laughs> anywhere
0: with pores. Are they porous? Are vaginas porous? Like limestone?
1: (laughs) Alright, let's go baby! This is my second favorite This is my tied for favorite song With Mr. Invisible The Nine minute instrumental track
0: Yeah, I hate this fucking song
1: I fucking love this song Uh,
0: It's musically incredible It is musically incredible but Every I
1: instrument gets their time to
0: shine on this one. Fucking hate it. There's a space laser effect at one point. Yeah. Uh there's no singing. They even have a little bit of salsa music vibe going on at one point. Um they change tempo, they change time signature all over the goddamn fucking place like like yeah. Um the back half of this sound of this song sounds like a uh, late night TV commercial break music. You're like, welcome back. My next guest, you know, he's a very funny comedian. You know, he's fucking hate it. God damn it. Every time I listen, it's like, I'm just, am I just listening to Jay Leno's band? Like the back half of it? Oh man. Um, and then there was a breakdown with chanting at the end. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. And basically my only reaction to this song is okay. That happened.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right so now for returns more positive take this shit fucking hits hard um sounds like it could be the score of a movie with how both long it is and how varied it is in terms of feel and emotions um
0: well that's why they usually wait till the movie comes out or the movie's like done so they can do the score
1: so they can look at the scene <laughs> Nah, dude We all know John Williams wrote Star
0: Wars. Yeah, he's just writing... George Lucas is just like listening to it, and he's like, I gotta... Okay, now I have to be happy. Happy scene, (laughs) happy scene. Sad scene. Oh, someone's gonna die here.
1: And they don't need to. This song
0: has funky. It has
1: serene. It has aggressive. It has just flat-out fucking weird. The drum solo is absolutely insane. It is one hell of a drum solo the part where it's the very show tunes horny boy vibe um and then it goes into the guitar solo which basically plays what they were playing but as a guitar solo is probably my favorite uh musical section ever in any song just that transition is fucking incredible. I adore this fucking song. It's probably my top in my top ten most played songs of the month right now. Cause I listen to it a lot. Okay. It it might be number one with the amount of a like time. Hour, uh, yeah, time listened because at five listens it's already like beating everything else. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's forty five minutes of my ears.
0: Okay. It's
1: a great fucking song
0: musically it's impressive
1: musically jack white's not uh <laughs> i mean he is
0: i'm just saying i just can't i can't get into it it takes me out of it because like once you're like okay i like that part like oh but here we're gonna change it and throw something else at you
1: yeah it's usually have i'm just know. saying
0: there are unwritten rules of music that we all need to follow no I know I hate that People <laughs> say that about baseball Unwritten rules of baseball Fuck off People can do whatever they want Thank you scientists can do whatever they want But it doesn't mean I have to like it Yeah No We live in a country Oh my god Under Trump
1: <laughs> He he didn't lose the election
0: No he's gonna come back in August really. Yeah
1: Like the Okay so the, Time for side tangent again you, you know, it- I'll say it for sober. I'll write it in my notes. You start off the next song
0: Psycho Chomp. Fucking. This is a song. I don't know what's going on in this song. Sitar comes back in this song. Uh, so we get a little bit of like psychedelic. Uh, But then also it's got a very metal drums and guitar along with the sitar. So did it's just, just like. Did psycho- you just
1: call this Psycho Chomp? Psycho
0: did i really read that wrong the entire time i was listening to it
1: yeah like i i had to pull it up on spotify just to be sure because i was like wait did i read it wrong
0: oh it is psycho pomp yeah psycho chomp is better though (laughs) it's not like they say the word yeah i know right we changed their title for them it's better uh but psycho pomp so it's like psychedelic metal the the intro part is this like psychedelic core that a Uh, thing
1: um i mean there is psychedelic rock and psychedelic metal
0: so yeah it's like stone this is like like dudes who did lsd but like still like metal i don't feel like metal guys will do lsd
1: yeah i feel like they do shrooms
0: (laughs) and we finally get something to take center stage that hasn't or at least i haven't heard it in the entire album the bass guitar
1: Oh yeah, dude! The, it finally makes it. Known. He definitely sat in the back for a
0: lot of this album, and then now he... he's up front for a few measures. Yeah. Uh, so he, uh, yeah, he does a really good bass solo. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, guitar has some more sweet, sweet riffage. Yeah. And
1: chuggage. And the uh, solo. Yes. Uh, with the weird effect pedals on yeah. it. Uh, that was definitely... Uh... It was something. I, I wrote was... bananas in all caps.
0: <laughs> um, this is the longest song on the album? Nine and a half minutes. At almost ten fucking minutes long? Nine minutes, 26 seconds.
1: Uh, yeah. This is very much more in line, though, with the like kind of sound of the band than Rube Goldberg Variations is. Where it's like, just kind of like weird music. It's got the vocals again. Got the uh, classic prog rock kind of song structure or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Um, the intro was something. Yeah. yeah I
0: kind of like the intro.
1: I said outro, I think.
0: Or outro? Yeah. I no, you I said, said intro.
1: I said intro, but I meant the outro.
0: okay. Yeah. The outro uh, was the, uh, the uh, talking. Yeah. Which I don't like that. I don't like the the, like, um, the White Stripes and the Black Keys both did it on their first yeah. fucking albums, where they had an intro that was someone else talking and telling some weird story or something. Yeah. And I just like I just don't like that. I just, yeah. I, I'm here for music, not a fucking story. So. Well, you know, prog rock is story. Type.
1: Funny enough, the outro actually ties into something we're watching, Loki. So, it's about the ideology that, like, uh, I am the architect of, like, my own decisions. Like, how in... Loki. Loki. Spoilers for Loki. um, They, like, the whole premise is, like, the TVA, like, guards the sacred timeline. So, in order to stay within the sacred timeline, you have to make the correct decisions. And none of your decisions are actually your own because they're all predetermined. Like, this is, like, that, like... Uh, existential crisis of like wondering like am i really making my own decisions or are they all predetermined for me
0: yeah they did lsd when they wrote this song yeah (laughs) i mean
1: like i've wondered about that before because it's like yeah i could just drive into oncoming traffic at any moment but what if that is predetermined for me
0: well then that would mean that there's a uh a being that rules all and dictates all yeah the tva we just said that But we also literally four minutes ago talked about how we don't believe in God
1: yeah no I'm talking about I believe a tiny organization that lives in the like quantum, realm. quantum realm just this group of people who are just like hey man I'm gonna fucking kill you if you step out of line <laughs> so it's more of an organization it's capitalism capitalism rules the world Jeff give me some money
0: I don't think it's capitalism.
1: I, I know. I I think the it would authoritarianism. Have, yeah, it wouldn't even be like left or right. It would just be right up the middle. Authoritarianism.
0: Yeah, that's just that is textbook authoritarianism. There, the TVA. Yeah. That's what the A stands for. <laughs> the time variance authoritarian authority. The time variance authority. Yeah. God damn it! I Let's am go. good at this.
1: Um. Let's all go, right. Baby. So, up next, we got the Amateur Arsonist's
0: Handbook. That is my favorite thing to read on the toilet. How to light shit on fire. <laughs> yeah,
1: because you're burning your fucking asshole out.
0: Yeah, step one. Find something to make fire with. Step two. Find something to light something on fire with. Step three. Lights and fire. <laughs> and then you can do kind of whatever you want. If there, and there, you can run away or you can stay there. Yeah. But if you're a good arsonist, you run away.
1: No, I, pr- I
0: prefer to die by my work. Yeah? Yeah. You like to put your put yourself into your work? Yeah.
1: Um. um, So this song is very much like their first album, which doesn't mean much to you because you didn't listen to their first album, but it's That's very much think. like fits into that niche. So it was nice to like draw on that familiar sound for the fans, to, for the like climactic song of the album. Because while it's not the last song of the album, this is definitely the like peak of the story basically where it's like, you know, like the last 10 minutes of a movie is the wind down, you know, it's the funeral scene at the end of end game. But like the climactic scene is the fight with Thanos. Like this is the fight with Thanos essentially of the album. Yeah. So it's nice to draw on that, like familiarity for uh, like the storyteller perspective. Are you saying
0: that this is the, I am Iron Man song of, the, uh, of this album?
1: Yeah, but that song sucks.
0: No, Iron I'm, Man. I, I, no, I, Iron Man by Black Sabbath is an okay song. It's yeah. it's more just ingrained into the culture of why it's good. But I just mean like the the I am Iron Man moment. Yeah, in, I, I know. I know. When you just had to just shit on Black Sabbath, it's like they did that to themselves. <laughs> um, it's a it's a good song. Uh, finally a short song under under uh. Seven minutes.
1: Under seven minutes. A short song for
0: Trevor? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, listening to this song made me realize something, though. Take away the horns and the singer, and add any other singer who doesn't have his, like, that nasally kind of voice. Like, let's say, go with something really high, you know? Almost like Tillion. Then this is just swancore. <laughs> It's just swancore with horns.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: it's good. I like it. Like, it, it's not bad.
1: It's much more experimental swancore, I'd say. Cause, yes, that's fair. Uh, pretty much all Dance Gavin Dance is 4-4. Like, they don't really step too far out of that um, range of music. They just do a lot with that. And also, their chord structures aren't that weird. Like they play in pretty basic like rock chord structures. They just do a lot with their time there. Um but yeah, no, it's very much well I mean like Swancore is a derivative of Prague, so like all of math rock kinda comes from uh prog rock, like Rush, um, Coed and Cambria. Um, I don't know much about prog. Um, but anyway, um yeah, so I, I see the similarity very heavily, especially both of them being modernist bands. Yeah. um, The electric violin solo was fucking insane.
0: I did like this song. Um, this, Psycho Chomp, and then some Oh, uh,
1: the... Uh,
0: Somnambulist are my top three. The
1: Somnambulist, Somnambulist. The Sleepwalker.
0: The Sleepwalker.
1: Yeah. um,
0: Actually... Those are my top three, but the epilogue, actually, I thought was very good. musically. like, yeah. the, I liked that sound. I liked that yeah. sound of music. We're not... But I'm just saying. The um, is in his Handbook. Tell me more. So, whew, this bug
1: needs to fuck off. Um, dude, that fucking outro, it was just pure fucking chaos. Like... That was, like, the one moment where it was, like, everyone was just kind of playing their own riff and not caring about anyone else. But because they only did that, like, once, like, it was very, like, exciting chaos. Where it was, like, it was all over the place. It was way too musically busy. It was way too, just, like, overcomplicated. But because they just did it for one just brief, like, kind of, like, middle finger fuck you at the end of the album, essentially, it was, like, shit, that was dope. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it was kind of like a It's kind of like when the, the band jams out. Or it's kind of like the fireworks show at the very end of the fireworks show they just light everything they yeah. had left off over. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, if
1: if they just kept doing it throughout the album it would lose its specialness. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um I thought it was a great song. Um upper tier for me, but I I don't know where I'd place it. So, up next, we got
0: the epilogue. And the Clever Depart. Yes. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's, it was something, I think, a little more normal. Along with the prologue, they kind of fit together. But yeah. it's just an outro song. I think it's pretty. Uh, and I think they could have expanded on that sound more.
1: Yeah, they're kind of like seeing. lullaby-ish. Kind of like... I think there's a piano. Yeah. Um. um. I like this way of opening and closing an album where it's just kind of like, it's almost like a storyteller's way of doing it. Like a book. Yeah. Like this this album plays out almost like a book and it's like, they didn't try to do like, yeah, it, w- it was like a slow kind of like, uh, somber kind of like sound, like, you know, the songs that we typically shit on for doing that at the end of the album. Like, Oh really? You're going to do piano and singing at the end of the album. What a surprise. But it's like, this is like different in the way it's like, they're not trying to write a sad song. They're basically just saying like, goodbye. Thank you for listening to the album. Thank you for reading our book. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Scientist.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, So I, I think it's a cool way to end the album.
0: Better than doing a fucking slow song. Yeah, but with these guys, I wouldn't know what a slow song is <laughs> for them.
1: A slow song is to a slow song is to normal bands that four four is to thank you Scientist.
0: Yeah, which I think only the epilogue and prologue are like had like normal all. time signatures. Yeah, four four the entire way through. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so I
1: fucking love this album.
0: What did you What did you give this album?
1: I give this album a uh high seven low eight somewhere okay. in that ballpark i i'm a huge prog fan i'm a huge experimental rock fan i love the weird shit i love long songs i love instrumentals i love his vocals everything in this just hits checklists for me
0: yeah i figured it would that's why you picked it
1: yeah so uh don't worry i didn't pick this album this week and pick this album <laughs> Ah, uh, Well. <laughs> I was themselves. told to pick
0: this album. So uh they can go fuck themselves. I uh, love that. Uh so I'm going to be fair and I'm going to give it two ratings.
1: One on musical performance and one on how much you like it.
0: Yeah, I think musically it's like a 9. Yeah. I think it's incredible what they did. How they are able to change tempo uh and and signature and key
1: constantly
0: constantly i mean bar by a bar it's changing and, and make it flows
1: a, yeah and make a musically cohesive product yeah
0: though. and the amount of instruments in it everything just it just flows really well i don't think it's bad just not really my cup of tea yeah so that's why musically i give it a nine i'm gonna say it's a five for like my taste yeah i think that the i was the, expecting the guitar... like
1: a four or a three honestly like when i so, picked this album
0: I was like, it's, I, I, I just want to be fair. This is one of the, this is the hardest album you've given me so far. The hardest <laughs> album we've done. Yeah.
1: In the like, in the way of just like, what did I just fucking listen to? Yeah. There was,
0: a, I, I had to do my notes twice. Cause at one point I was like starting to write down notes. I'm like, I, how am I going to remember? I'm just going to have to be like, write time signatures down and then like find it <laughs> while we're doing it. Listen to it. And I'm like, no, I just fucking listened to it a shit ton more so I could actually remember it. Cause yeah, it's like an hour long, and there's like fucking what thirteen, fifteen songs or something like that. Um, so I think, hold on, let's yeah, check on the old Spotify. So with a nine and a 5, Eleven. that averages out to a seven. To a seven. Yeah. So, good for you, thank you, scientist.
1: Yeah. So yeah. uh, I hope he, I'm sick of Facebook telling me here's a friend suggestion.
0: I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. We're not friends. <laughs> So, uh, that was thank you, scientists. That was Terran's band. You know what that yeah. means. It's time, time to
1: draw a newer modern band out of the hat.
0: So, there are five bands in here, or five albums in here. Yeah. Five bands, artists. Uh, Some three of them were Terran's. Oh, give me, give me hasn't the me the has not had one in a while. Yeah, I think it's been like three episodes. What was the last now? one we did? That was mine. Um, well, the one that we picked out of the hat was it Royal Blood?
1: Yeah, it was Royal Blood's most recent album we shit all over it. Like I fucking deserved.
0: Typhoons. Sounds like Yahoo. Yeah. Um anyway, uh I'll shake it up and Taryn gets to pick.
1: Yeah, it was uh Typhoons, then Haley Williams before that who you picked. Um then before that it was I don't know how but you found me. So yeah, the last 3 have been you. The I brought in in the hat. And uh, then Blackpink was the last one that was me. All right, so I don't actually know what I'm doing. So we got one for me. It's not the one I wanted, though.
0: You wanted Olivia Rodriguez.
1: Yeah, I want Olivia. Ro- I'm just going to pick her next week or next time. Fuck it. You heard it here first, baby. <laughs> uh Is it Phoebe Bridgers? It's ha- Halsey. <laughs> Halsey, manic, or are you normal?
0: I don't think I've ever listened to Halsey.
1: I fucking love Halsey. She did uh, guest vocals on a Bring Me The Horizon song, and that's what caused me to start listening to her. Also, like... She's just... Uh... uh, This is an EP, bud. Is it? (laughs) Yeah, there's only... Oh, wait, no. I, I meant to pick Manic. Oh. The 2020 album. Which says 27 songs, but it looks like the last, like... 10 are stripped or acoustic and remixes. Ignore those.
0: There's still a lot of fucking songs on there. You Want me to... You want to just Wait, do one, Olivia
1: Rodrigo? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13,
0: 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Fuck it.
1: We're doing Olivia Rodrigo. I yeah. don't care about the
0: rules. <laughs> Fuck the rules. Fuck you, Halsey. You hot bitch. What? Hey. <laughs> There's fucking 19 songs before you get to the stripped-down versions of them. Oh, man. Someone was manic when they made that album. Dude, there's
1: like a bunch of manics. What the fuck? There's there's the manic confessional EP, Manic Is She Like You Know, or Manic Or Are You Normal, and then the manic album. So I think that's just the culmination of... She did the same thing as Haley Williams with Petals for Armor. What? <laughs> Released a bunch of EPs and then put it together as an album. So we are doing uh, Olivia Rodrigo's Sour Album then. Uh, featuring the best song of the year, Good for You. <laughs> I love this song.
0: <laughs> We're getting so, hip with them young kids. Yeah. Sheesh.
1: Dude, dude, dead ass. Fucking dead ass. So I was talking about at work how if... Uh, how I have a very distinct sound to like Taryn, you know, like there's like a very like, Oh, that's Taryn talking right now. Um, and I was like, yeah, pretty much all you have to say is dead ass that slaps. And I forget what the third one is, but it was just like,
0: you're 18, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so I was, uh, I forget how that transitioned into my story, but I was in the car And I was ranting about my day at work. And Olivia Rodrigo was playing in the background. And someone, a younger person, that is over the age of 18, she's 20, um, that I'm talking to asked, why are you listening to TikTok
0: music? (gasps) How dare you? I don't know what that means. (laughs) That's the thing, though. Like, So many songs have been used on TikTok.
1: Yeah. Like, Can You Feel My Heart by Bringing the Horizon? Like has been their number one song now lately because it got suddenly super popular on TikTok. It's like, it's not a TikTok song. That song came out in like 2016, 2015 or so.
0: Yeah, I've heard Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles on there. Yeah. Oh, that's an album I should put out. Mm, Why are well, you listening
1: to TikTok music? No, I'm just listening to music. Surprise, they pick popular music. that's usually good. Usually. Um, usually Like, good. E-Girls Are Ruining My Life is a TikTok <laughs> song by that standard. But no, I just like Corpse. I love corpse. I love corpse. Anyway,
2: I love corpse.
1: Anyway, so, so uh, I've been tearing.
0: You've been tearing uh, what?
1: That ass up. Whoa! Hey, hey, tearing it up. Um, um, So this was surprisingly music.
0: Wait, who um, have I been?
1: Someone who hates <laughs> fucking prog rock. You hear? You hear, boy. All right.
0: You know who I've been?
1: Oh, no. All I've right, been, so... Um, I've been
0: surprisingly Kermit.
1: This was Thank You, Scientist. Yes, uh, it was. Stranger Heads Prevail.
0: Oh, 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 why don't we ask Kermit what he thinks about Thank You, Scientist. Hey,
1: Kermit, how do you feel about uh, Thank You, Scientist and their album, Stranger Heads Prevail?
0: Uh, I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was very uh, it was very good. It, it covered all the bases of pretty much every genre that I uh, I adore. Uh uh, but most of all, Miss Piggy hated it. And fuck that bitch.
1: Yeah, fuck that cunt. Um, I'm sure you do a lot, though, no, Kermit.
0: No, I say fuck that pork chop.
1: <laughs> Alright.
0: Do <laughs> You know what it smells like when Miss Piggy doesn't use lube?
1: Bacon. So this was our review of Thank You, Scientist, Stranger Heads Prevail. I hope you enjoyed. Yes. We are... Trevor and Taryn of the Surprisingly Sober slash Ian Surprisingly Kermit. Music Podcast and Kermit. <laughs> um check us out on Twitter at SurprisingTwit. Check us out on Instagram, Surprisingly Podcast. You can listen to us on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, whatever it's fucking called. I will figure it out one day. We don't re- care. We don't yeah, use re- Apple. Really anywhere where you consume podcasts, you can probably find us. Hope you enjoyed listening. Hope you leave a comment. Hope you check out our future content. So we're going to go now because we're very late because our schedules have been ass. Ass. My schedule's been particularly ass. Ass, um, ass, ass. Ass, <laughs> Isn't ass there and titties. Yeah. Um, so I'm Taryn.
0: I'm Trevor. And we, we are our slash signing off. off. <laughs> Wait, we got to do that again. That was bad. We are. You pushed my phone. Fu- I didn't want it to get slapped. <laughs> I will slap my own phone. I will mm.
1: hit you with my ring hand, woman. Uh
0: slash <laughs> so off.